Good morning, Pathway family. We are so glad that you joined us this morning on this special Sunday morning. We are so excited to introduce to you guys our first ever 2020 wrap up as we close out the year with some messages of God's faithfulness and some of our favorite worship sets yet. You know, it seems like it's been such a long year, yeah. but at the same time, it seems like it's been so short. It's it's like the biggest coincidence ever. But but today we want to let you know we're, we're doing service a little bit different <laughs> and we want to give you some things to look forward to at the beginning of the year. So one of the things closing out this year is our 2020 praise party. We're going to close out this year with the biggest worship night ever, complete with a student after party from 9.30 to midnight. And so that's something that you're not going to want to miss if you're a Pathway student. But then rolling into the new year, we have some stuff happening as well. So like she said, it's going to be an incredible New Year's Eve and then a New Year's Eve after party. And then in the beginning of the year, we're going to launch our Pathway students off with a bang. Last year we had an incredible night of worship, but this year we want to take it the next, the next step further and really jump into a three-night event. It's going to be January 6th, 7th, and 8th. We have a guest speaker coming in. We have guest worshipers coming in. It's going to be an incredible event that if you're a Pathway student, anywhere between 7th grade and 12th grade, make sure that you're there. It's going to be an incredible event for 2021. We're excited for all the things that the new year is going to bring. One of them is our Forward 2021, 21 days of prayer and fast, and that's going to launch in January. So keep your eyes peeled for all the fun things that we roll out with that. But those are just some of the incredible things we're going to do as we close out and start this new year together. Yeah, guys, it's going to be a great morning. We have something special for you. You're going to hear from some of our Pathway people, some of our Pathway staff, and just sharing some incredible things that happened during 2020. Make sure to stay tuned as we also have an incredible worship set list just for you guys. Come on. So we hope you guys have a great Sunday. Why don't you drop a comment right now and let us know how do you drink your post-Christmas coffee? We want to know. Let us know in the comments that we hope you guys enjoy today. Love y'all. Bye. Come on, sing it out. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph My God will never fail Come on. Oh my God will never fail I'm gonna see you victory I'm gonna see you victory For the
change in this place. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turned it for good. You turned it for good. That's our right. That's our place. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turned it for good. You turned it for good. He's starting to stir it in this place. see a victory pathway. Uh, 911 changed everything. Uh, in 2018, my wife and I started seeing this number like over and over and over. And as the year went on, we were seeing it on our watches, we were seeing it on clocks, we were seeing it on um, pausing the DVR, uh, on invoice numbers in my inbox, on timestamps with my text messages. And as the year went along, um, it just got more and more and more pervasive, just uh, to the point of like worrying me, like is something really bad gonna happen? <laughs> and so I had this, uh, I began to pray about it and I went and did what you should never do, <clears throat> which is Google it. And I looked up some numerology, never go down that rabbit hole. Um, but what I did is in taking it to prayer, I finally ended up in a conversation with my friend, Mike Mitchell, and I said, hey, 
I keep seeing this number, Lane and I, you know, do you think there's anything prophetic or spiritual to it? And what he did <clears throat> was, it was in a text message, he replied to me, he said, 911 changed everything. Um, nothing has ever been the same since, and there's never a way to get back to the way it was before. And from that text message, uh, I began to search out some things in my life from a lot different perspective. And uh, about a week later in worship, uh, Mike saw a prophetic vision while we were in worship, and I've shared some of that with you, and so I won't go into the whole story, but the, the nutshell version of it was that I was on this really tall, tall incline and a skyscraper, and there was this wind blowing, but I was guarded from it uh, by this adjacent building. And as I got to the edge of it, <clears throat> there was this voice calling me to come around the corner. And so there's a lot of hesitation. I'm really analytical by nature, so I'm trying to think it all through. And what I know is I have to make this corner, but I also know that if I make it, there's no going back. And I knew that I had to, t it, there's no way to step around it. It was a leap. And so um, spiritually speaking, after receiving that and taking that to prayer and talking it over with my wife, it was really obvious. Um, I, I was at a place in my relationship with God that wasn't bad, but I was discontented. I was a little frustrated. I felt kind of stuck. And God was setting all this up for me spiritually to recognize I needed to grow and that um, it was time. And so from that day forward, uh, Mike and I met every Wednesday and I began to seek out some things in my own life, um, sort out some things, get some things in the right order. My relationship with my wife changed uh, for the better. And we didn't have a bad relationship before, but just putting my priorities in order. And what I saw in my life and fruit from that point forward um, was I, I you know, started hearing prophetic words and, and getting confirmations from different people randomly, seemingly. Um, but my relationship with God grew in a way that was very different from the rest of my life. And so um, fast forward to this year, um, what I can see clearly now was that all of the things that the, the growth steps that I took from 2018 to this year, all of a sudden there's this big chasm, this opportunity that presented itself in the form of what has been really difficult for my brother, your pastor, that opened a window that the discussion was with him out, do we call in a bunch of guest speakers and do we do, you know, um, make some contingency plans? And what I told him is, you know, me and God got it, that he, he prepared me for this season. And if you remember, the, the first big word that I brought out of that was call waiting. That resonated not only from my own story, but I saw in so many of you taking big steps forward and accepting the call of God and making these big leaps in this very hard year. And so um, it's just kind of an encouragement to you from me that in my own story, if I hadn't made the decision to turn the corner, um, then I wouldn't have been ready for the step that God needed me to take this year. Uh, but for all of you, it's the same, because <clears throat> God doesn't respect anybody, but his giftings and calls, like we discussed in that series, they're irrevocable. You can't run, turn your back on them and leave them. We have the opportunity at any time to pick those giftings and callings that God gave us back up again, uh, because they're always there, they're always waiting. And so um, I hope that encourages you, but I hope it challenges you, because as we turn this corner into 2021, God has a lot for us. The very best part of it for me is recognizing that 
we're really just getting started. That this is um, God's divine plan for us to step into our destiny. Um, irrespective of what has gone on this year, God's promises are always yes and amen. And I'll leave you with this scripture, John 16, 13, because this meant a lot to me. But when the truth-giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from the Father. And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. So I just say, let's go get it, Pathway. His promises are true, and the promises over our church and our church family and over you are true. So let's go get it in 2021. Love you guys. Show.
So I knew 2020 was going to be a big year. There was a lot of life happening for our family. Our sister was graduating high school, Josh was getting married, and I was going to graduate with my bachelor's. So there were so many cool things happening, but with that came so much fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of the future, fear of what life would look like for me here in Longview, or if it was here in Longview. And, and so I remember just walking into 2020, not even knowing that we'd have a pandemic, obviously not knowing that the world would fall apart but being like, I'm just afraid, like I'm scared of what's gonna come. And I was telling Pastor Mark that one day in a meeting and he said, you should just write everything down, every prayer, every moment of God's faithfulness, you're gonna wanna write it down. And so that was a practice I developed early in the year of just saying, I'm gonna write down where I'm afraid and I'm gonna turn those into prayers for me. And so 
I just started writing prayers, prayers for God's provision, prayers that would conquer fear, prayers against anxiety. Um, and I found myself being able to write down prayers I didn't even have the faith to say yet. And a lot of those are for my dad. Um, I've always been a daddy's girl. He's like my favorite person to be around, my favorite person to spend time with. Um, no one knows me like him and vice versa. Um, but we kind of had this tumultuous relationship over the years where it was just in and out, good and bad. And I, we kind of reached a place in 2020 where I was like, is it even worth investing in? Like I feel like... I feel like I've tried everything. I feel like I've checked all the boxes and I'm just not seeing the breakthrough I, I kind of thought we deserved or that God was gonna do. And, and so, but I just kept trusting God and I would put my, put my head down, just have faith. Okay, God, I trust that you're gonna do the mighty work that only you can do. I'm gonna trust that your promises are true. You've got a plan for my dad. Even if I can't see it, I'm gonna trust that um, you love him and you see him. Even when I don't have the compassion for him, God, you do already. And so I just kept writing down those prayers. Um, all the different things for him. And, and it was really hard because yeah. there were moments in the year where we weren't talking or where he'd hurt my feelings or I'd hurt his. And I just found myself keep coming back to his prayer journal and being like, God, I trust you still. Like, I know you've got a plan. Like, I know you're good. And, and that was just the practice. And I remember this moment, um, it had to have been in June where I was just done. Like, I think we all hit a I'm just done moment in 2020. And I was just done. I was like, God, I've been trying. I've been praying, I've been believing, and I haven't seen anything. And I remember sitting on my bedroom floor, like open hands saying, I can't, I can't do this. I can't change him. I can't change the situation. God, I can't make you move. I can't change my heart. I can't change his. And I'm like telling God this whole list. And I remember just saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. And God said, I never asked you to. Like, I, I never asked you to do those things. I just need you to have the faith that I can. And so I, I said, all right, like a closed fifth, like whatever you say, God, like I'm just gonna believe that what you say is true and good. And so I just tried to believe it. And I remember I went out of town for about two weeks to do a wedding and go visit some family. And um, God just worked on my heart and like this, these really healing quiet moments on myself where I felt like God was just like meeting me there. And we weren't even, dad and I weren't even talking at the time. And I'll never forget, I come back from this trip and I walk in your office, I think to show you like a cool Instagram photo I took or something. And um, you were like, by the way, dad's gonna be at church on Sunday. And I was like, not our church, like not this one. Um, no way, I was like, whatever, like no way, you know? And I remember telling you, I'm like, Josh, if he even shows up, I, don't even put your faith in it. And Sunday rolls around and he showed up. And I was like, it's weird he's here, it's kind of, weird, you know, because um, I, I hadn't told anyone that I've been praying for this. I'd kept it so locked in, so like close that I was just like, just only me and God knew. And so when he said that and he showed up, I was like, this is interesting. And then he kept showing up and he kept showing up, but he didn't just show up to church. He showed up in the hard conversations him and I had to have. Like he showed up in the healing moments. Like he showed up and became the dad I always knew he could be. Yeah. And it was like this healing moment of, we didn't have to work so hard. And we didn't have to like check all the boxes or be the right kind of Christian or anything. God did all the work. Yeah. And he showed up and he started serving. And he showed up and he met an awesome life group that he's connected with. And and I we can't take we can't take that. Like we no. can't take the glory for that. We can't act like that was any of our doing. It's so God's. Like it would be just God. And in a year of extreme loss and devastation and frustration and fear, God gave me the one thing back I didn't even know I had faith to have, and that was dad. Yeah. And I think that God is so cool that way, and you've heard me say it before, um, 
but what do you need to get your hopes up for? Like where are your hopes just lost? Because my hope was lost. Where's your, your frustration? But I want, you to, I want you to hear me. You need to get your hopes up. And not like, in a, I'm gonna tell everyone that God's gonna do this, but like a quiet, fierce faith that says, I can't see it yet. I don't even know if it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna trust that God is good. Yeah. And in those quiet, faith-filled moments, I've seen God just completely revolutionize our family. And I wouldn't change that for anything. So get your hopes up, Pathway. And going into 2020, from my perspective, uh, was a little different. Uh, like Cassie said, there's a lot of big things going on in our family this year. And uh, I knew going into 2020, uh, and Brittany didn't even know at this point, that I was going to get married, and I was going to marry Brittany. And um, I remember at the beginning of the year, I had this overwhelming concern because I didn't know how the family dynamic would work uh, for the wedding. And I'm sure you yeah. <laughs> feel the, felt the same way leading yeah. up going to our wedding. Um, but I remember praying um, in June at some point. I remember asking my dad, I remember praying for him to come to my wedding because it wasn't looking like he'd be able to. Yeah. Um, because due to a lot of different reasons, yeah. um, our family dynamic's a little crazy. And he didn't know if he'd be able to come. Yeah. And that broke me. Yeah. Um, and because all I wanted as a man was for my father to be at my wedding and I had all these compromises that I was going to work out with him like he could just come sit in the back uh, he could come stand up in the back and leave as soon as the ceremony is over he doesn't have to come to a rehearsal or anything like that and he just looked at me and said I don't know if I can do that and that broke me uh, but at some point in June I was praying and God just brought up that promise again that um, like what you were saying is that uh, God's not done with him yet and I just began to have this faith that uh, God was going to move in my dad's life. And um, going into uh, the week before the wedding, he started coming to church uh, the weeks before the wedding. And he came to church and I was like, wow, this is, this is cool, like fun. And then about a week before the wedding, he called me and said, hey, I know we've discussed this, but I, don't, I, don't, I know I let you down by saying I won't be at the wedding, but I want to be there. I want to be there for your wedding. And he's like, I, do you want me to walk down the aisle? Do you want me to do something? And I was like, yes, we want you to be in the ceremony. Yeah. We want you to take yeah. part. And he said, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Um, I'll do it. And I just remember thanking God. I was like, wow, like not only is dad coming to church, um, but he's going to be in the wedding. And that's yeah. all I asked God for was just for him to be in the wedding. I didn't ask for some huge miracle, yeah. fully restored relationship. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted my dad there. Yeah. And uh, going into the wedding, he was there for the rehearsal, he was there for the rehearsal dinner, and he was there at the ceremony, and he had a great time. There was hardly any stress um, on, on my family's side of the wedding. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, wow, that is a miracle. Yeah. Um, and leaving our uh, ceremony, right before we left, I went up to my dad and he, actually he approached me and he gave me a little bit of money, and he said, son, I'm so proud of you. And I really remember thinking in that moment, God is doing a work in my father. Yeah. Um, he said he's proud of me before, but something was different about this time. And, and I just began to have this faith that God was doing something huge in his life. And I just remember the faithfulness of God, like the last song we talked about promises, or the last song that we worship yeah. promises that God is really faithful. And I just yeah. began to have that overwhelming feeling at the ceremony. And we left for um, our honeymoon and came back and uh, I heard that he was still coming to church, and I was like, wow, this is a miracle. Mm -hmm. Like, he's been yeah. before, um, but consistently, right. like, what is going on? And at one thing after another, he's there every single Sunday now. It's now December, and he, I, don't, I can only think of one Sunday he wasn't there. Uh, he's plugged in to a group of men. Uh, he goes to several different life groups. Yeah. Uh, he serves on several different teams yeah. at this point. Mm -hmm. He does something every Sunday, and we have, um, 
we're still working on it, but we have a fully restored relationship. Yeah, 2020 has been kind of a rough year and a lot of people were tired of hearing about that. Um, but for me, it's been a really good year. We've seen some restoration in my family. Uh, I got married and, and all, although things haven't exactly worked out the best for everybody, I've still seen that God is faithful even in the middle of the storm, like the song Promises talks yeah. about. And uh, going into 2021, I just know that he's not done yet and he's not done in your life yet. Uh, if even if things don't look that great for you and 2020 was truly a terrible year don't give up because um, god's not done with you yet continue to weather the storm continue to press on because he is going to do what he said he would do
Even when 